0: Welcome to the Kick Ass Podcast, Season 3, Episode 3. I'm your host, Heather, and today, a few days before Christmas 2022, we are talking about creating an inspiring morning routine. Welcome to the Kick Ass Podcast, where you'll find the tools to level up your business, your mindset, and your life. Please pass me your before we jump into today's stuff, I have an exciting announcement that I really want to share with you. For years, I have been coaching dozens of amazing entrepreneurs and working with lots of partnerships over the years, and now I've decided to branch out and create my very own coaching program called M6. The reason it's called M6, it has modules on mindset, marketing, motivation, money, mastery, and mental wellness. And as a special author for podcast listeners, you can message me on social media at Halla Connected on Facebook, on Instagram, find me on LinkedIn and mention this offer and you will get a free 45 minute introductory session after our discovery call. Just make sure you let me know which M you want the most help with. And now let's talk about morning routines. The reason that I scheduled this one for the week before Christmas is because the week before Christmas is followed by the week after Christmas, which is followed by New Year's when everybody decides they are suddenly going to turn into their best selves. This is the year I am going to be a person who is completely different from top to bottom from the person I have been forever, and you're going to help me do that, right? Well, actually, I am. We start small, obviously. Let's start as small as we can. If anybody has been listening to me for any amount of time, you know I always recommend you start with the smallest changes possible before you go on to something bigger and more complicated. So, your morning routine is a pretty small one, something that you can do that's manageable. And if you're listening right now and you do have a couple of weeks before January 2023, you'll actually have time to get that habit, these routines down before you jump into the craziness that is January, the month that no one loves. So how do we set up a morning routine that's actually going to be effective for you? First of all, it doesn't start in the morning. It starts the night before. That can be a little bit um, frustrating because if you do sort of you forget to do this stuff the night before or like me you're exhausted and you just kind of fall into bed and nothing's done the night before your morning routine often does go out the window so what we're looking for here is not a hundred percent we're looking for 85 percent 80 to 85 percent of the time you will remember and follow through with even on weekends your uh, morning routine which means you're going to start with your evening routine. However you want to chill out and calm down, totally up to you. Whether you really feel like you need to have the screen beside you to go to sleep, totally up to you. The tips and tricks that I'm giving you are ones that should be Accessible to everybody, even if you're gonna tell me, well, yeah, I understand that other people don't watch screen time, but I need YouTube to fall asleep, or I need a TV on, or I need this to happen. Okay, let's just go with path of least resistance. Let's just go with what you can do right now. So the first thing you know you can do is plan your schedule. Look at your schedule and in the evening, if you were planning to go to bed at 9 and it's now 12:30, you know, it's after midnight, it's one o'clock in the morning, go look at your schedule and figure out what you're not gonna do tomorrow. Because I promise there's stuff you're not gonna do, and if you decide that stuff the night before, you feel like it isn't a screw up, it's a change. So look as you go to bed. Look at what your schedule is tomorrow. You can briefly look over your to-dos. You can briefly look over just your morning because by the time you've done your morning, your afternoon, like, by the time noon hits, your day is kind of taken on a momentum of its own. So we're not trying to plan out your whole day. What I want you to look at is your schedule in the morning. Do you have a meeting first thing? Do you have a, you know, planned out some deep work first thing? Do you know that you have to do 17 things before you even leave the house and you only have time to do 14? Whatever it is, look at your schedule for the morning. Also, look at the weather for the morning pick out what you're probably going to wear. If you're like me, you might get dressed based on your mood, which means what I pick out the night before is very rarely what I actually wear the next day. But I always check the weather so I know about what to wear. And my brain kind of decides this stuff while I'm asleep. So again, it takes away one more decision we have to make. Decision fatigue is one of the easiest ways to get stuck not doing anything or get stuck procrastinating. So in order to avoid decision fatigue, let's make the fewest decisions in the morning that we can. So one of those decisions you don't have to make is what your first 15 or so things, like just regular things like make coffee, get dressed, take a shower, all of those things. Decide them the night before. Choose your clothes the night before. Have your first five morning tasks in your head. Like I said, if you're gonna be waking up early to do some deep work before everybody else gets up, if you know you're gonna be waking up and meditating, if you know you're gonna be waking up and getting three kids up and making three lunches and doing this and doing this and doing this, and you're kind of already exhausted by it now, see what you can do in the evening to lighten that load for yourself the next day. You're literally doing a favor for your future self. And if you're doing this in the evening, you'll have the time and the energy and even the motivation and desire to do that. You'll be able to look at it and go, well, everything I do now is just going to make tomorrow a little bit better. So let's go do these two or three small things like maybe make a lunch, at least plan your lunch, choose your clothes or at least plan your clothes and know what your morning is going to look like for the first couple of hours. That's all. That's as far as you need to go. Then I want you to get in bed on time. So if you know that you get up at six and you know you work best on seven to eight hours of sleep, you have to go to bed between 10 and 11. You have to. That's the only option you have. If you uh, know you have to wake up at eight or nine and you need six hours sleep, great. But figure out how many hours of sleep that you need and then go to bed on time. One of the few non-negotiables that I have for myself is, well, I say it's non-negotiable, but it's been negotiable like 15 different times to the point that I'm re-engaging this habit again because I fell out of this habit for reasons of life. And now I have to bring it back into my world because... I've become habitually a phone user when I wake up in the morning again. So I am now back to plugging my phone in. In my case, it's in our ensuite bathroom, which is just outside the bedroom door. There's a little sliding door that you know keeps me from my phone, but at least I have to get up at a bed to go get it. You could also simply put it on a dresser out of reach. You can put it somewhere that you can't easily get to it. If you need to watch YouTube to fall asleep, Put on something that is uh, put on a YouTube channel that's going to have a couple of videos in a row and then set your phone to turn off after that so that you don't have it going all night or set your TV to turn off automatically after, you know, three or four hours so you get to sleep, but it won't wake you up as you go. If you absolutely need to have it near you, because you just don't feel okay without it, then at least put it off of your physical bed, off of your physical space onto a nightstand where you will have to reach over to turn it on or turn it off. Make it in some way challenging to get to your phone in the morning. So that's nighttime. In the morning, when you wake up, have something beside your bed. I tend to read uh, professional development in the morning. Some people like to meditate in the morning. But when you look around, the first thing that you're gonna wanna do is pick up your phone. So have something that interrupts that impulse. For me, it's a book. For some people, it can just be like um, inspiration, like meditation cards or inspirational cards or an oracle card or something that's very, very easy. It could be a list of your goals. It could be, um, I have my vision board really close to my bed. And I actually took it an extra step further this year and went a little bit overboard. I made a digital one and had it printed on plastic, like so that it would actually look like a thicker poster so it'll stand up to getting kicked around a little bit, which it already has been. That is propped up where I can see it. So when I wake up, I have things to look at and things to engage my brain with that are not my phone. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be something deep. It doesn't have to be something long. If there's a guided meditation that you know you want to do, that should come after you get out of bed because you're probably gonna need your phone to do it. So instead, write that meditation down and read it through to yourself when you first wake up. You'll get all those warm and fuzzy feelings. You'll do the meditation afterwards and you'll be primed for it. When you're ready to pick up your phone, you'll be primed for it. Then I want you to drink something. I want you to drink something that is non-caffeine based. You don't have to drink very much of it, but I do want you to rehydrate your brain a little bit before you get going in your day. Water is best. Water with lemon is awesome. Um, herbal tea is great black tea doesn't have that much caffeine in it or green tea doesn't have that much caffeine in it so they're okay but try to not have water be the first thing that hits your stomach and try not to have sorry, try not to have coffee be the first thing that hits your stomach and try not to have coffee be the first drink that hits your stomach rehydrate yourself first then go nuts with as much coffee as you want If you're going to shower in the morning, sometimes I shower the night before, sometimes I shower in the morning, regardless, there is a point where you stumble out to the bathroom and you kind of see yourself, right? And you're seeing yourself as your early morning self. So you don't, I mean, maybe you do, but I don't look my best in the morning. So when I go out and I see myself first thing in the morning, I'm like, okay, so those wrinkles weren't there before. And look how old I look and look at my skin and look at my hair and look at my face and look at everything. And I spend probably not more than 10 seconds, but it's a pretty devastating 10 seconds picking myself apart. Instead, this is totally borrowed from Mel Robbins, who, if you listen to me regularly, you know, is kind of my guru give yourself a high five. When you wake up in the morning, if you go to the bathroom, whether it's to take a shower, just to go pee, whatever you're doing, if you come face to face with yourself in the mirror before you've gotten ready, or just after you've gotten out of the shower and you are as naked as you could be, give yourself a high five. Try doing that for five days in a row. First of all, it's gonna make you feel a little silly and you'll smile which is really, really good. Second of all, because you're giving yourself a high five in the mirror, your mirror self is also giving a high five to you. And we have trained our brains to respond positively like we are a team when someone gives us a high five. You're doing that for yourself. It's a tiny, tiny little thing to add in. And it is crazy effective at eliminating the stress of those first 10 minutes or sorry 10 seconds of picking yourself apart so try instead of you know when you get up looking at all the things that are wrong with you just give yourself a high five and go hey good morning we made it then i would love to see you meditate for maybe five or ten minutes if you're very comfortable meditating make it 15 maybe 20 not more than that but when you wake up first thing in the morning your brain is at its most open none of the shit has hit you yet Use this time, use this time to set up a mindset of calm or ease or abundance or confidence or anything that you're looking for. Quiet down your mind and set an intention for the day. This is how I want today to go. Your brain will start looking for ways to make your day go that way. If you wake up and you're like, okay, so today's going to be horrible and it's going to be hard and it's going to be busy and it's going to be terrible, your brain is also going to look for ways to make that true. Pick your thoughts wisely first thing in the morning. So you've gotten up, you've maybe had some water beside your bed, you've gone to go pee, you've given yourself a high five, you're going to sit there in, in, in quiet meditation. Try not to do a guided meditation for these. Save that for the afternoon, but sit there in quiet contemplation of what you'd like your day to how you would like your day to unfold. Then, go get some protein. Whether it's eggs, a protein shake, um, you can just get uh, those protein plus like drinks that just come pre made. Whatever it is, get some protein into you. That will also Get your body going and get your blood flowing and you will already start feeling better and a lot more clear than if you hit yourself with a whole bunch of sugars and a whole bunch of carbs that now your body is going to spike and then crash and it'll crash before 9am and that is not fun for anybody. Then I want you to evaluate your energy. And reschedule your day if you have to. Send some emails saying, you know what? Can we do this tomorrow? Or reschedule. If you wake up feeling really, really good, book more stuff in your day. Book some fun things. If you wake up and you're really, really, really tired, don't try to do what yesterday you decided you could do. Do what today you knows you can do. Set yourself a reasonable goal of three things you are going to get done for business, or for work, or for housework, or for whatever it is, and two things you'd like to do. Everybody skips that part. Everybody writes down their to-do list, and very few people put fun on their to-do list. So fun is always kind of left to take care of itself, and guess what? It doesn't. So if something you like to do is hang out with a certain person, well let that person know. Even making the plans to hang out with a fun person can be a fun thing. And it gives you something to look forward to, which is also a fun thing. If you know you enjoy any sort of hobby, you know you have to schedule that hobby. So schedule the hobby. And you don't get to say, well, I already go to the gym and I don't really like it, but I have to. So I can't do this thing I like. You can do both. You're going to have to give something up for sure. So you might have to give up some TV. You might have to give up a half an hour of work, heaven forbid. You might have to rearrange your schedule somehow and ask somebody for help maybe with kids or with housework or with something but work a little bit of fun into your schedule based on the amount of energy you have in the morning, which was not the same as the amount of energy you assumed you'd have in the morning when you went to bed because we always assume when we wake up, we are gonna be the best version of ourselves. And then shockingly, we wake up and we're not. So reevaluate your schedule realistically for what you can actually get done. Then I want you to delight your senses. I want you to maybe light some incense or spray something that smells good. Spray some perfume. I want you to eat something that tastes good. I want you to listen to something that makes you happy. At this point, yes, you can reach for your phone. Do things that are going to delight your physical senses in the morning because it's the quickest shortcut to positivity. All of these vibrations that we have around us, things that we smell and see and hear and taste and touch... Get dressed in things that feel good. Listen to things that feel good. Eat things that feel good. Smell things that feel good. Look at things that feel good. This is another thing. If you're somebody who really doesn't like clutter, clutter, sorry, tidy a little bit the night before as part of your evening routine, and then you will be looking at things that make you feel good. It's the easiest shortcut to feeling like you were in control of your life is by feeling happy. The easiest way to feel happy, directly, is to delight your senses. It's really hard to be worried and enjoying a smell or a taste or a touch at the same time. Your brain can only do one thing at a time, so give it a bunch of things it's gonna like first thing in the morning. Then I want you to write down five things that you're grateful for, or one thing that you're grateful for. Spend 120 seconds, two minutes, thinking, and writing what you're grateful for. They can be the same every day. They can be different every day. You can Google gratitude lists and pick some every day. Get yourself into a feeling of gratitude after you've delighted your senses and you'll be open enough to feeling the gratitude even if it's a stressful morning. And then I want you to write down five things you want. They can be big things. They can be little things. They can be, I want an easy day today. Lately, I've been just writing down the feelings that I want to have, kind of like a desire map sort of deal, where I'm like, I want to feel ease and abundance and joy and happiness and fun. These are this is the kind of day I want to have. I want those things. Write those down. And then... After all of that is done, which really all of that takes about 15 to 20 minutes tops, depending on how long you meditate, it could take 20 to 25 minutes. After all of that is done... Then pick up your phone and start scrolling through things. Then pick up your phone and open your email because you've already set your priorities for the day. And when your emails come in and it's other people's priorities and other people are like, well, I have an emergency, so you have to do this. And I wouldn't necessarily reply with this. But what I want you to think to yourself is your failure to plan does not constitute an emergency on my part. You have things you want to get done. Those are your three top priorities. Those are the three things that either stress you out the most or light you up the most. Those are three non negotiables. Everybody else's stuff is allowed to take a back seat. What you're going to do is respond to those emails and tell them when their stuff will be done. Give them a time frame. Yes, you'll have that by the end of the day tomorrow. And then you put that thing on tomorrow's priority list. So you know you've already given your word, you're going to keep your word, but it's not gonna be today. And that's okay, it doesn't have to be. But if you wake up first, Before you do any of those things and you check your email and you check your Facebook messages and you check your texts and everybody else in the world is already yelling at you, you have not had a moment of sanctuary in the morning. And that is what your brain craves more than almost anything else in the world. Your brain craves joy in the morning. It just came through some sleep. We have no momentum. You're starting from a dead stop. So jumping into things that are just like last night is a grind. You are grinding through your day. I don't want you grinding through your day. I want you sliding through your day. The way you can get yourself sliding is to change your space. So the night before you've already set up everything you need for the morning of the morning of is very easy. Your tasks are easy. They're laid out for you. They're known and you've already set yourself up for them. And then you've gone through everything that you need. Those 20 to 25 minutes are what you need. So many people tell me at the run in the run of the day, they do not have any time for themselves because they wake up, their feet hit the ground, and they're doing for other people. What I'm asking you to do, even if it means waking up a half an hour early, believe me, that extra half an hour of awake, like uh, that extra lack of sleep... First of all, it won't last because you're going to start creating an evening routine better and you're going to be more tired because you're going to have actually accomplished more in the run of the day, which will make you sleepier and less stressed. And second of all, if you can give yourself that time, if you can give yourself that sanctuary, you are creating a mental health insulation You're creating a protective barrier around yourself that you have already become centered. You've already had a moment or two of joy and you already know exactly what your plan and your task is and you know what your challenges are. At that point, you'll be much more confident to tell people, absolutely, I will get that done by the end of the day. Tomorrow, Not by 9 and not by 10 and not by 11. Because if they didn't tell you until 9 or 10 or 11, it's probably not actually as crucial as everybody thinks it is. Sorry, I know it feels like it is all of the time. But guess what? If the thing doesn't happen, more than likely, unless you are an ER doctor or, you know, a surgeon in a very stressed out hospital, which you could be, those would be the cases where you might have to jump out of bed and go. So those people might not be able to do this Just about everybody else can do this. Even if you're an EMT and this is your day off, you can do this. Even if you're an EMT and you're not scheduled to be at work at such and such a time, you can do this. Everybody can do this. It's a matter of choosing to and prioritizing it. I wish you the absolute best designing your own. Take from this what you need. Leave what doesn't work. But please design yourself a morning routine that will give you sparks of joy, that will give your body what it needs, and that will set you up for a day of productivity and success. If you're doing that, you're going to find that life kicks your ass a whole lot less. If you liked what you heard today, please hit subscribe and leave us a review. We really, really appreciate it. And until next time kick ass and have a great great morning we hope you've enjoyed this podcast now put down your phone and start kicking ass